Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad. Lean Green Dad Radio is brought to you by Health IQ. Now, we all know that we need life insurance, but some of us take better care of ourselves than others. In fact, some of you out there might even be avid runners or yogis, or maybe you just really eat a well-balanced diet that's full of lots of fruits and veggies, nuts and beans and seeds. If this sounds like you, then you need to check out Health IQ. Health IQ has partnered with a handful of insurance companies around the country to help you get lower rates on your life insurance. Sure, eating a vegan diet makes you feel great and helps you lower your cholesterol and blood pressure, but now it can help you save money on your life insurance. Visit them online today at healthiq.com slash leangreendad and learn more about how you can reap the benefits of your healthy life by saving money on your life insurance for you and your family. Again, that's healthiq.com slash leangreendad to learn more about Health IQ. everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. <laughs> From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome to the show, and uh, I can't wait to introduce you to our guest today. But before I do, I want to let you listen to him. Are you ready for this? All right, here, here we go. Scenery blocks been mopped and robbed up, lackluster, zoned out, run the round ball, routine day, repeat and mock lot, ball flops, blocks, and stop the sock out. Dance to the rhythm of a similar drum. Some never will admit it, better feel it, son. Numb to the point of popcorn, rock, sell, burn CD. Yes, folks, that is the voice of my guest today, who simply goes by Swamburger. Now, we're going to talk to him in just a second, but first, who is this guy that you're listening to? Well, what's up? My name is Corey. I'm a husband, I'm a father of three, and a plant-based athlete. And each week, I get to talk to some of the most inspiring folks I can find to help me stay motivated, to stay fit, eat healthy, and get the most out of life as a busy parent. See, for me, finding time to work out and make healthy, quick meals, all while trying to spend family quality time together, it can be really difficult when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these great folks that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration that you can try in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Okay, now back to today's guest, Swamberger. He's one of my favorite musical groups, one part of my favorite musical groups, Soliloquists of Sound, or Solila, as their fans call them. Now, with five amazing albums and touring across the globe, I've discovered the group from a co-worker, like back in 2008, at one of my past jobs. Thank you, John, by the way. Big shout out to John. And now I'm a huge fan, huge fan. And I met Schwamberger at uh, one of my favorite vegan restaurants in town. And, uh, you know, long story short, I I freaked out. Uh, You'll hear the story in the podcast, but uh, the group's amazing, guys. They are a socially conscious group whose content is all centered around life-affirming, justice-oriented views that are held by the group. They've got Alexandra. Swamberger, of course, who make up the MCs for the group. And then uh, Tanya Combs is a poet and she helps with lyrics and background vocals, while world renowned DJ, composer, and producer Da Vinci mixes the group's unique sound. I'm really excited to get into this. Uh, Swamberger was so cool when I met him. Again, that story is just really cool. And uh, I'm excited for you to hear it. So let's get into it. It is my podcast interview with Soliloquists of Sounds. Swamberger. Here we go. 
Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. And, uh, you know, guys, I got to tell you, I'm a little starstruck today, okay? Now, you guys know I've been around... I've been around famous people. I've been around celebrities just with my line of work. I'm an entertainment guy. You know, I'm a production stage manager, producer every now and then for large events, large-scale events. I've worked with the president. I've worked with the first lady, Michelle Obama. I've worked with all these people. I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just telling you, like, this guest today is one of the people that I, I, I genuinely freaked out when I saw him in person. And the story's crazy. We'll get into it in a second. But from Soliloquists of Sound, I have to welcome Swamberger to the show. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? I'm so glad Everything to have good. you. Oh, my God. Things are amazing. Things are amazing. And uh, I, I have to tell everybody how we met because, uh, you know, I was in... Right Marking on South, which is yep. a great vegan restaurant here in Orlando. And I was with my son, Roger. We had just come from a show. And uh, I'm standing next to this this guy. And, you know, I knew he looked like Swamberger. But I'm like, there's right. there's no way. He's touring all over the world, everything else. So I <laughs> I think we talked about the donut <laughs> flavors or something for a second. And yeah, then you were like, something. Like I don't know, you, something. And, and I said... Does anybody ever tell you that you look like someone? He's like, yeah, man, all the time. And I said, well, I got a really weird one for you. I'll bet you nobody ever tells you you look like this guy. He's like, shoot. <laughs> and I said, hey, you, know, you ever heard of a rapper named Swamberger? He's like, yeah, man, that's me. <laughs> and I freaked out. <laughs> it was a that's great awesome. It was a great story. That's how me and Swamberger met. And, um, you know, I've, I, I was turned on to soliloquists from – my friend John, who I worked with at United Arts of Central Florida, who's now, uh, he runs the Bloody Jug Band, and he plays with yep. them and stuff. But, you know, right I, I, your stuff, everything that you guys do, I have all of the albums. I have everything, man. I mean, I, I work out nice. to it. I listen to it in the car everywhere, and it's incredible. But um, Very thanks, much for being, thanks for being so cool coming on the show. It's really great to have you. Oh, hell yeah. Delighted, so, too. Well, let's let's get into it, uh, folks. For, okay. for those of you, for those of you that do not know who Solila is, okay, they are soliloquists of sound. They are made up of four amazing people. You've got Tanya Combs, you've got Da Vinci, yep. you've got Swanberger, and you've got Alexander Love. And yep. together, they make up this incredibly socially conscious content based on. You know, justice-oriented views and, and 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 opinions held by the group, and so their music is different than anything you've ever heard. So, where is this coming from, Swanberger? Like, I I know that you guys, you know, you guys came together back in what was it like, two thousand two, two thousand two, uh, a little bit before that, maybe like in two thousand one, uh, me and Da Vinci had met. I want to even say two thousand, but I'll just go ahead and say two thousand one. Um, 2002, I believe we got a lot of the group together, if not all the group together at that time. And we had set off, you know, saying to do our thing. Now I was already doing music. So was, uh, Alex. And so was, uh, Da Vinci. The only person, person who wasn't doing music was Tanya. And, um, she, uh, she had set out to be a, uh, massage therapist. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Alex has set out, you know, to do film. Um, but one day I heard Alex doing the Baha'i Prayer, right, at a talent uh, night in Chicago at Columbia College. 
And uh, I heard I heard this woman singing this prayer. At the time, I didn't know what it was, actually. I just heard her singing. And everybody, you know, there's a lot of people that go to the talent shows in Chicago, especially at Columbia College, during this time. It's around, like, it's, this is, like, mid-'90s, mid to late-'90s. Okay. And uh, so, you know, there's there's just a lot of camaraderie and, and you know, that, that stuff was still in the air, you know, the internet yeah. hadn't broken up everything yet. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, we, so everybody was, was, uh, in the spot to be in the place to be. And, and next thing you know, you know, everything's like, uh, shutting down. I'm getting ready to leave as is everybody. So I get, I get ready to, uh, get out the doors and there's about, Man, there's about 300, 400 people, like, just kind of rushing the doors, like, all right, we out of here. Then I hear this voice. Amongst everything going on, it's the last little bit of the show. I don't I don't even know if it was scheduled to happen as far as the talent show, because, you know, the talent show was over. But I heard this voice, and I had to turn around and go back. So I, I climbed through the sea, and people were like, you know, four or 500 people just at the door, and oh made my, my way back back and as soon as I got there I was like yo who is this you know like so it ended up being you know long story short it ended up being my wife yeah yeah so did I, you know I, that you, you know, did you know was it love at first sight <laughs> did you know you were looking at your future wife or listening yo, to it her it wasn't even like that it wasn't even like that it wasn't even like a love thing more so than it was just I was I was being used as she was being used as some sort of vessel, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. where the sound is coming through her, you know, coming from wherever, g- going through her. And I was just that destination that it was supposed to hit, you know, and whatever mm-hmm. it is that I was doing at the point, I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to follow my, my my heart. And my heart said, hey, turn around. My, my, my mindset was just like, hey, turn around. Everything about me was like, turn around. So as soon as I turned around and I started, you know, walking back and I got closer and closer and closer, like the sound got better and better and better. And I was just like, yo, this is, now this is a time where like Inya was like, you know, in everybody's boom box. Like right, especially when you were right. going to sleep. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> so this, yep. this is like, this is that era, man. So mm. this, imagine that sound, imagine hearing that sound live right? And the only place that you've ever experienced that is, you know, Inya. Right, right. So it's like, yo, who is this? Who is Who has the gall to actually get up there and do some stuff like this in the middle of a talent night, you know, where everybody's really trying to do some, like, really hype stuff, because we're still in the 90s, you know, everyone's, like, dancing around, it's, and this is so chill and so bone-shaking, you know, saying good, yeah. That it's, you know, it's sending chills up my spine. And I'm like, man, what is, who is, you know, what's going on? Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, so once, so once, you... I, once I heard that, that was pretty much, it was a rap. And then we started and... doing songs together. We started doing music together. This is all in Chicago. Yeah. So in 98, I was done with that. And I moved from Chicago to uh, Orlando, Florida. And is that now up, you talk about you talk about the nineties and everything though. It's like we, yeah. we were boy band central here in the nineties, Orlando right. with the uh, right. you know, so what what made you think Orlando? Did you already have roots? Did you have everything tied down here? My 
my pops job was was it transferred from uh one south wacker in chicago like at&t one south wacker to um at&t out here in maitland the maitland area or altamont area i'm sorry altamont so it was you know for at first you know we were just going back and forth um and hadn't really planned on leaving to go out there because my job my dad's job didn't know if they wanted him to stay on board or not. And, you know, finally they, they asked him to, and they, he even had to make some of the cuts back in the day, as far as he was given that, that managerial position to cut people. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm so yeah, it was crazy, man. Uh. It was crazy. So he cut a lot of folks. He had to cut some of his friends. Yeah, it was, it was, it was wild. So well, while we let's... went through that, like that's, that's when I ended up coming out here. Amazing. Well, let, let's fast yeah. forward. You know, you put out a couple albums. Everything's great. What yeah. what what was it about? You know, the the gelling and the forming of the group that had you guys decide that you were making this. You know, socially conscious, really sophisticated right. musical compositions. Like, what what was it? I mean, all of you are unique people in your in your own right. You know, I mean, right. Da Vinci's uh, trailblazer for digital music and you are a socially conscious rapper and just like right so fast i mean i haven't heard anything i mean you know you got like guys like twista and busta rhymes who rap fast but the way right. that you rap fast is different and i feel like it's with a purpose you know exactly um exactly. and and i go back and i think when people rap fast they they excuse me i don't mean to cut your wisdom a lot of people when they rap fast they don't necessarily put a lot of uh important information in there no <laughs> you know no very it's just for the sake of rhyming, you know, and, and rhyming yeah, or, or Kurt or like, you know, cussing or whatever, just for the sake of cussing. And, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, sure. I, I, I think of, you know, I think of huge groups like, you know, Dead Prez and, you know, Most right. Deaf and KRS-One and Public Enemy. I mean, right. that's what I think of when I think of Salila. And, right. you know, for, for some of my listeners that might not, you know, ha- have ever heard of the group, like you, you guys have to go check it out. Um, I gotta tell you, Swan. My my favorite song is Marvel. I'm sure I'm like most people nice. on the, on the planet, though. And then, uh, but what what you guys do with New Sheriff in Town, and yep. you know what Da Vinci was able to do with that MPC player with putting his, I think he put his vocals oh through God. the MPC player, right? Yeah, I, yeah, man. I, he, I saw he that did, uh, Instagram, that he Instagram did a bunch video. Of different stuff on that track. Yeah. Oh, well, because there's I mean, even a. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I was just saying, like, if you look at that one track, uh, New Sheriff in Town, I mean, you've yeah. got you at the beginning, you're just killing it with the rap, and then you got Alex that comes in, and you're like, whoa, who is this? Just like you had that reaction. Right. And then, you know, Da Vinci just breaks it down with the MPC player, and it's like, how did how did all this come together? How did you guys decide the identity <laughs> of the group? You know, how what, what made you all say, like, this is what we're going to be doing here? The identity happened, like, really it's crazy how everything kind of came together. So uh, being that first, let me tackle the issue on uh, being socially conscious, right? Um, the reason why a lot of soliloquist songs are like socially conscious is because I think is because like, first of all, we are not from Orlando, Florida. Uh, none of us is, is, are. And uh, we, um, you know, being from Chicago from myself, as well as Alex, um, you know, you see a lot of different classes come together, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and everybody's trying to make a dollar. Everybody's, 
you know, everybody's a hustler. Everybody's a go-getter, right? And most of the time that things get in their way, you hear people speaking about, oh, man, it's the politics. It's, it's this, it's that, you know. Well, we got big-time politics over there, right? So and as well as big-time capitalism. So it's always in your face 24-7. So that's what it is that we talk about, you know. Um, now, when we came out here, we learned, and here meaning Orlando, Florida, we learned that uh, the social constructs, although are, are, are a bit different, you know what I'm saying, are really kind of the same, but they're just hidden differently. You know what I'm saying? So when you, you know, so, so you might learn that Mayor Daly in Chicago is like, you know, the, 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 um, the representation of politics, right? And then out here, you might learn that big-time politics out here has a lot to do with Disney World or Mickey Mouse. You know what I'm saying? So Mickey Mouse's name will come up the same way that Mayor Daly's will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it had that, that kind of connotation to it. You know, so, so when we came, like I said, from Chicago to here, it's like we, we never really changed there was nothing about us that changed. It was just that we felt that, hey, this is a worldly view that we have on things. You know, we're in such big areas like Chicago. And then even being out here, you know, everybody, after they'd win some sort of sport, it's like, where are you going? I'm going to Disney World. So <laughs> it's like oh it had gosh. the same thing. It had the same thing. Like it was still being promoted like it was huge, right, right. which it is. Yeah. So. You know, coming out here and seeing that everybody's like, you know, listen, uh, looking at this place as like a retirement home, and we're, you know, we're kids trying to, trying to make everything happen. Like that's what you're fighting, right? And you it's... learn, you you know, you learn that uh, there's a difference, you know, easily. So we fought it more and more and more, and that's what made the songs kind of, you know, get to where they were, where people would think like, hey, are you guys angry? It's like no, that's not anger. That's passion. You know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You know what I'm so you know, you you add that passion with like someone who's really trying to articulate either their problems, their emotions, their feelings. You know, what I'm saying their plans, and of course, you know, every now and again, you're gonna get that person who's like, "Hey, you guys are aggressors. Hey, you guys are." The... And it's like now I'm just a go-getter from Chicago. Like that's how we do. That's how everybody yeah. does out there. Yeah, they need to so, pause and just listen to the lyrics, you know, if they just right, right. look them up, even look them up. If it's too fast exactly. for you and you can't understand it, look them up exactly. and you get it. And that's um, why we always put the lyrics in the, in the booklets. Yep. It's great. It's great. Now, do you, you guys all live in the same, you guys live in the same house here in Orlando? All live in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How's that? Is that good? We've been, uh, man, we've been doing, that's great, man. You know how they take, you know how they say it, uh, it takes some, a nation or a village to raise a child, man. Like that's, I mean, that's exactly what we do. Amazing. That's Amazing. exactly what we do. And that's how we raise ourselves, you know, is under the company of each other, man. Well, talk we to me about, talk to me about that first time that you heard Da Vinci do his vocals through that MPC player, because I feel like that Instagram video, <laughs> I, right, I saw right, it. Right. I, I saw it. He just shared it recently, and I was like, "This." He said, "This is the first so, time I showed Swanberg." So you know, yeah, he did like a basically like a ghetto style like vocoder. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, <laughs> like um, he he's basically using what was it? I think it was like a some sort of uh, 
I think it was a horn from a speaker, you know, where he's, 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 um, uh, I'm, I remember like he started making something a while back ago and it was, I'm not sure if like he was buying parts or if he was putting them all together himself. All I know is that during the time that we were about to do a show, like he, he, he got, um, he caught wind of this new thing. Right. And like, so he, he called me in, he called everybody and he was like, yo, check it out, check it out. I just found something out. And we hear this voice and, you know, you remember, uh, um, Roger Troutman, you know, say, you know, say like, um, like, you know, you got this, this, that type of vibe or Zapp and Roger. I mean, you got this, this, that type of vibe that's happening. And, and it's, you know, it's on a modern level. We're not really expecting, you know, him to go back. We, but we do pay homage to that type of stuff. So when we start to hear it, we're like, yo, what is that? And how are you doing it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily him putting it through there, but he was, I mean, I mean, yes, it was going through, but, but he was also able to manipulate it by way of the actual pads, which to this day, like I, I still don't even know how it is that he does it. He turned the snare drum into into a, a, a synth guitar that made and and did like a guitar uh, uh, solo out of it. Hmm. So I don't there's <laughs> a lot of stuff that that dude's a prodigy, man. He I totally calls him a child prodigy. He is. You know, he's a musical. Always, he's a musical genius, and I uh, I, I is, think man. he's he's a vegan hot dog eater too, right? He won the vegan <laughs> hot dog eating <laughs> yeah, contest. That? Is that right? Oh yeah, the hot dog contest. <laughs> that video that video's still out there somewhere. So yeah, man. Oh yeah, goodness. man, he went in. He went in on that. Unbelievable. Well, well, I mean, that's what we do, man. With with your socially conscious vibe, you guys, three three out of the four of you, I think you said uh, we were talking before the show, are vegan, right? Yep. Okay, and Me, what? And Alex. I know Alex is huge into the vegan movement. I mean, she's got her right. little restaurant. She's trying to get going and everything. And right. Um, I've had her. F- I've had her food too. Uh, over at yeah. um, what is it, Veg Fest? I I went yep. by her ten a couple couple years in a row now. But um, talk to me about wh- why. Like who who have you been vegan for a long time? Did Alex you know convince yeah, you or we, show you the we way? Both have, <laughs> no man. Like we all kind of started that together. Um, I was in college. Um, I was basically I used to help out a lot of people. And because of that, people would want to pay the favor back. Well, one of these people that I actually helped out, they were raised vegan. And so how she wanted to pay me back for helping her out was she said, yo, I need you to stop eating meat. And that's how I'm going to repay you so you can see what it is that I'm talking about, you know, as far as this lifestyle is concerned. So I'm not a very obsessive or possessive type of person, you know what I mean, when it comes to certain habits, rituals, or whatever. So yeah. I said, all right, cool. Like, I was able to quit it cold turkey. So, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? so I said, all right, I'll stop. Then I started reading more and more and more. And I just found out, basically, it gave me a lot more stamina. You know what I'm saying? Like, for being vegan. So, and this did, did this did a lot for me with, um, with uh, doing... Uh, just tours and stuff like this. Like it gave me a, it gave me that much more stamina and it allowed like that, that willpower. I don't know how it is for other folks, but 
there's a willpower that all of us have, right? And with this willpower, like, as far as when I used to eat meat, right, not saying that it would take it over, but it, there would be a cap. When I'm, what, me now being vegan, there is no cap. Like cap, like In what fact, do you mean, like, like how so? A, a cap, meaning that, like, as far as that willpower, a will oh, okay. to do whatever, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, yeah. So there is no cap, like, for me. And, like, me, like, not being a possessive or obsessive kind of guy, like, it's it's already pretty strong. But as far as when I, I remember eating meat, it, there was a cap as far as how strong my will was, right? The threshold of, of, of my willpower. What I'm finding now, even as I get, you know, more into, like, the not eating meat and stuff, there is no cap to my will as far as what it is that I want to do in, in life, period. So anything I want to do, anything that I believe that I can do, I will relentlessly, like, go after it, like, not stopping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's whatever was, you know, whatever was on me is, has been lifted. So I'm not sure if that's how other people get down, you know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, eating meat, not eating meat, being vegan. But for me, that's what I noticed. And I noticed, I noticed, I noticed it almost instantaneous and it's instantaneously because it, it, there was, I have a lot of conversations with myself, you know what I'm saying? And throughout these conversations, throughout these conversations, that's where you find out, okay, you can be real with yourself. Like, you know, like, like no other time, you know, it's like when you're talking to somebody else or you're trying to impress somebody or whatever. But like when you're talking to yourself, it's like, ah, right, you could do this. Ah, right, you can't do that. You could do this. Y'all, right, you can't, you probably might be able to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, now, nowadays, man, nowadays, like when I have those same talks, I'm like, nah, I can do it. And there's a feeling behind it. There's a feeling behind it. It's crazy, man. I talk See, about this like forever, you know what I'm saying? Like in, in a lot of different uh, interviews and stuff like this, but it's always weird to talk about because it's, it's uncharted. You know, th right. that territory is nobody goes there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, it, it is on a whole nother level, man. But I, I, I understand what you're talking about because I'm the same way. Yeah. And I think we have that in common. Um, yeah. I love, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And maybe it's just a general, you know, you, you look at it from a, like a nutrition standpoint. I mean, I guess, meat right. takes longer to digest and it's you know True. has more saturated fat in it and stuff like that so i mean it could it could True. make you physically maybe mentally a bit more foggy or sluggish i mean i don't know yeah um very true but who, who knows i believe but all I, of that <laughs> well thanks for sharing that with us i i think it's cool uh that that you've yeah, done man. that um Hell so yeah. So, you know, it seems like it makes sense, though. I mean, being a socially conscious band, I mean, I feel like I've said that word so many times, but, you know, that, oh, it is it is the best description of, of what you guys are. But right along with that, you've got this visual arts love, too. And you make this incredible yeah. artwork. Like, talk to me about that. Yeah, man. Well, I, I do visual arts. I'm a, a fine artist. I, I, my medium that I use a lot is acrylic. And... uh Sharpies, spray paint. Those are like my three mediums, basically. But acrylic is like the one that you will see the most, like as far as the actual outcome is concerned, right? And uh, work on a lot of different paintings, 
uh, my size that I that I enjoy the most is probably like anywhere from three foot by four foot to uh, like a, you know a six by eight. Like now, I've just started working on a like a eight foot by ten foot paintings. So unbelievable! It's been, That's huge. Yeah, man. You oh, should yeah. do some murals. You should do some murals <laughs> on the side of a building well, do, or something. I do. I do murals, but like my my thing, man. Like is. I I really love see it's, a mural is not a challenge for me, and the reason why I say that is because like oh, the way that a wall is looked at is it, you know is 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 like oh man there used to be a blank wall I know I, I never really paid attention to it you know what I'm saying now there's a painting on it oh that's awesome that's great that's beautiful right a a, a canvas right a store bought canvas. You you are buying this particular piece to make it some sort of spectacle, right? And when yeah. there's that much more attention on it, it's like, can you still do it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like look. It's like me saying, look at my art, as opposed to you know saying like you just you know being on a you taking a walk and and walking by like a a wall that didn't have anything on it before, and then now you see it and you're like, oh. Like you notice it, you know what I'm saying? So for me, the the real challenge is is like once you're already kind of being told to pay attention to it, you know, does it really grab your attention? You know, so there's a, there's that in depth part, and I think that that goes hand in hand with like the actual music too. Is is because there's a platform for it, a lot of people will not pay attention to the depth that you are trying to give to that platform. You understand? So this is all it is that, as an artist, you know what I'm saying, this is all it is that I ever try to do is, like, uh, uh, allow the uh, importance of a platform to be understood. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, like, you know, once it, once that platform is created, everybody abuses it. You know what I'm saying? But then the artist, I think a lot of, well, at least me as an artist, it's like I really try to give the importance to that platform so that it's it's able to to sustain itself forever. You know what I'm saying? So that it still remains a culture, so that it still remains understood. You know, things like that. So that that's been my most like uh, important task, I think, for me being on this planet, man. Is 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 allowing the content that has been able to move me and the platforms with content on them, you know what I'm saying, that have moved me. Like, I want to move people the same way that I feel, feel that I've been moved, you know, and also have them not just give credit to me, but the credit to hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, so that they know, wow, like, hip-hop harbors this? Like, this is what this is about, you yep. know? Well, so, yeah, man. it's happening all over the world too. Talk, talk to me about your tours. Are you guys going out on the road again anytime soon? Uh, right now we're focusing on a lot of other people right now. Um, like for instance, I'm doing some work with. Uh, we just recently got signed or a distribution deal with Fake Four Records, and that was uh, this with me as a producer and uh, Etern as an actual MC and our artist on uh, my record label, which is Second Subject Recordings. But because I'm friends with a lot of other folks who run labels, run their own labels, uh, sometimes we'll dabble in each other's 
um, fields, you know, and try to promote a, a record a specific way, you know, especially if we think that it needs a little more attention. So we have this artist who we truly, truly believe in, and we're trying to push her in the right channels. So that's what me and Da Vinci and, you know, Alex has kind of been doing is like, you know, Da Vinci and Alex have been doing more stuff where it does involve them to travel, but it involves um, also me to be play the role of like a manager and or booking agent, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. which is exactly what I'm doing, right at, even at the social here in Orlando, Florida. So Nice. Well, yeah, man. and I saw you guys just did, uh, what, the Orlando Magic? Or I saw some kind of yeah. video. What, would you guys do a halftime thing? Yeah, it was they, – they wanted us to do, like, record this, like, 30-second commercial for uh, the Magic, which basically kind of came about all because of what was happening with the, uh, the tragedy at the Pulse nightclub, you know? And, uh, you know, that, that really – that really put everything into perspective, into a bigger perspective for a lot of these bigger companies. So now you will see more in Orlando, like these bigger companies in Orlando messing with, uh, um, or collaborating with like the locals out here, you know, like the hometown heroes, if you will. So they looked at us, they've, you know, they, we've been had a history and they said, you know what, we got to do it again. Let's make it happen. So we did a commercial for them, and it plays during um, the game time. And, you know, I think – I'm not sure uh, how many plays. I haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, oh I haven't even God. seen it yet. There's so much stuff that we're doing, man. It's like you don't have time. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough, man, for taking the time to, to talk to me just for a few minutes. And uh, wh yeah, what's man. next? What's next? What do we What do we keep an eye out for? Oh, man. What's next, man? All right. So basically you have uh, Second Subject Recordings, which is my record label. You have Swanberger Presents, which is uh, my, I'm, you know, I'm a booking agent, so that's my production, my booking company. Um, and, uh, oh, before I say, before I get out of here, actually, I, I want people to notice a, a lot of the reason why it is that I went from doing this music to what it is that I'm doing now. Uh, first of all, it, it definitely includes music, but I learned that the magic word in this industry that we're trying to break heavily into is a uh, local talent buyer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, those, interesting. Those three words. Yeah, that'll get you into every door. Local talent buyer. If you say that you <laughs> are a local talent buyer? Yes, I am. Totally. So totally. that's what you say. So you it's just opened say, I'm... so many doors. Oh my gosh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's opened so many doors. So, because of that, like, you'll see me doing a lot more booking, uh, you know, booking the talent, buying the talent, bringing talent into Florida, you know what I'm saying, so that people understand, hey, we got great artists routing Florida again, you know, uh, so, because that makes it look like, well, it, it lets everybody know that there's still money here, you know, because it, it, you notice as, you know, this is a music business, you, you want to aid all of those that are into the business. So if there's if we if there's no shortage of great artists coming and routing Florida, it lets everybody know who's got the big bucks that money is still flowing in and out. So when 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 local cats are looking for opportunities and they see, oh man, this guy's playing here, this guy's playing here, and then that local talent gets on, they can they can safely invest into it knowing that money is again still flowing. 
in Orlando, Florida. So, I love because you got we, a lot of people scared to spend money, man. But <laughs> we got <laughs> we got is basically yep. go ahead, go ahead. You got to you got to let them feel good about spending that money. Make them feel good about. Of spending course, that man. Money. Of course. We got to we got to support our local friends. Yep, yep. You got to give them quality. Good stuff. Oh, so yeah, man. man. Well, listen, I, I, honored to meet you. I hope this isn't the last time we talk. I'm sure it won't be. And uh, if right. there's anything I can do to help promote everything you're doing, uh, whether it's Swanberger Presents or Second Subject Recordings, just let me know, and uh, I'll be happy to do it. Right on, man. Yeah, get at me anytime, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Hey, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online for some killer recipes and some great plant-based inspiration at leangreendad.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. We've even got a YouTube channel. So until next week, thank you so much for tuning in. And this is Lean Green Dad saying keep going that extra mile for your family. See you guys.